This episode of the Bullpen Cart Podcast is presented by our friends at Schneckbook. It is time for the MLB playoffs, and myself and Greg Piatelli are here to break everything down. We were doing it during the latter half of the Nationals-Brewers game with the Nationals pulling out the incredible comeback. We give live updates as the game's going on. We talk about that game. We talk about the AL wild card, where we think everybody's going to finish up. We give our quick World Series picks. If you are newer to the bullpen cart, we do cover round by round, either on podcast or in blog form in case we aren't able to get the timing out correctly. So just keep an eye out on that. You're going to want to subscribe. The bullpen cart on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. ThunderBLG is our handle on Twitter. Thunderblog Sports on Instagram and Facebook, just like the website. Thunderblogsports.com where you can find all of our awesome blogs. But enjoy this episode, guys. Let us know what you think in the comments. Leave a nice little review and we'll give you a shout out on the show. Here we go. Welcome to this week's episode of the Bullpen Card Podcast, presented by ThunderBlogSports.com. I, of course, am Jordy Cannell, the G-Man, and joining me is my friend, the legend himself, the prophet, Mr. Greg Piatelli. How are you, my friend? Coming off a great weekend set up by you, of course. Uh, I could not have asked for a more fun golf outing, and... uh, Thank you for that. I will say I am a little disappointed because our team finally lost for the first year. For the first time in what seems like forever. Um, I know. It's a bummer. However, however, Jordy, I'm also upset because all reports all reports are, are, are out there that uh, – <clears throat> If the Red Sox, the Red Sox owners want to come in under the cap, they don't have to pay a luxury tax, which they did this year. And if all everything that they're saying comes to fruition, then Mookie Betts or JD Martinez or both will not be with the team next year. And that is a sad and scary, very sad and scary thought. Yeah, you know, uh, it'll be very interesting to see how they approach the off season. I will say that. How, all in all, Phillies above 500. Are you happy with the way things ended for them? Phillies finished at 500, 81 and 81. Ooh. Yeah, so still, uh, still looking hey. for, for that first one since 2000. The race. <laughs> yeah, hey, at least they're better than last year. Yeah, but your boy Gabe Kapler, he, uh, he may not come back, Greg. Ooh, you think he's getting fired? I don't know. There's a lot of mumblings. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of talk of what's going on out there. So we'll see what ends up happening. We'll see uh, who does what in terms of firings and all that sort of stuff. I think there's a lot of work to be done though uh, with the pitching staff. Obviously, that was the big Achilles' heel, the bullpen, all that good stuff. But um, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what ends up happening. The players seem to really like him. I think just the consistent moving around of players gets uh gets on people's nerves players are upset by that or the fans uh, i think management is upset by that and the fans are are uh 
I'm not the happiest about it, too. I think it's going to come down to Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, we're borderline getting into a, uh, a LeBron James situation. If Bryce Harper is happy, then it is what it is. Yeah, I guess so. I don't. I don't know necessarily if that's uh, the ultimate on it, but you know, with that, we can we can talk about that in the off season. We are here though to talk about the playoffs. We are in the midst of the National League Wild Card game, as has become tradition. We uh, have started to record this thing on the first night of the playoffs. We did this uh, the last two years during that first Wild Card game. Of course, two years ago we did it during that Wild Yankees Twins game. Last year, I forget who who played first. I think it was the the wild card game. That ended up being between the Cubs and the Rockies, and the Cubs lost that because um, I remember going out to watch the Yankees play the A's. So I think it was the Rockies the Cubs lost to, but the Cubs lost in the wild card game. Greg, the Brewers are up three one right now in this game. It's the sixth inning. We obviously don't need to preview it, but. What do you think going forward in this game? Do the Nationals have a shot at coming back, or are you uh, thinking that the, the Brewers might start to lock this thing in? Yeah, honestly, coming into the game, um, just like seems like the majority of everyone else, um, I thought Scherzer on the mound. You know, had to you had to give the Nationals a little bit of an edge, um, but. Uh, Scherzer has struggled, certainly since his injury. He has not been the same Max Scherzer that we've known. So, realistically, at this point, since we have the the luxury of being in the middle of in the middle innings, the Brewers bullpen is real and legit, and they have one of the best, if not the best, closers uh, in baseball this year. So, now they have a lead. It's hard to see them blowing that lead or blowing the save or giving that up. Um, where the Nationals, on the other hand, yes, they have the starting pitching. Yes, they have some offense. But realistically, they have one of the worst bullpens in baseball. And I guess the Red Sox won with that last year, but they still had some guys who could close the close the door. Um, and the Nationals having the second most, I believe, blown saves in all of Major League Baseball. Yeah, so they had the worst it, bullpen in the National League. Uh so, they, so they're using Steven Strasburg right now to try to, to make up for that after Scherzer only went five innings. So realistically, coming into the game, I, you know, I would have, in theory, on paper, everything would have said Ryan Braun. But as I told you before, the this, this show started, or sorry, uh, not Ryan Braun, but the Elish going down, and I would have picked the Nationals. But as I told you before, the show started, I've been so cold with my uh, predictions that Whatever I think, I'm just going to go the opposite. So before the game, I actually uh, said Brewers. Um, So in theory, uh, it's a win-win for me. (laughs) Uh, All right. All right. As I mentioned, you didn't get the reference. What did you – what what was the reference? The the opposite from Seinfeld. You you didn't get it. You didn't understand the – I'm George. I'm 35. I'm unemployed, and I live with my parents. And he ends up getting a girlfriend out of it. Tells it to a lady as a pickup line. Ends up getting a job with the Yankees. Talking down George Steinbrenner. Hire this man, Steinbrenner says to him. That's how I ended up getting this job with the Yankees. But anyway, to answer your question, I had picked the Nationals. I, I mean, I say this now with uh, their heart of their order right now going down nearly one, two, and 
Juan Soto has has a 2-2 count right now. So close to 1-2-3 to Drew Pomerantz of the Brewers. Um, I'm still going to stick Sox, with one, former Red Sox and former Padre. Won a, won, a, won a World Series with the Red Sox last he did, year. He did indeed. But, um, I mean, they'll get another shot at least one more, The that heart of the order. I still think that crazier things have happened. I'm going to stick with the Nationals right now. I could be wrong, but I'm going to stick with that. Awesome. So let's go to the second round. If the national, uh, whoever wins this game plays the, the Dodgers, correct? And the other series would be the Braves and the Cardinals. Yes. Uh, the okay, Braves, so which series do you want to start with? We can start with the Dodgers versus the wild card winner because I think it's a pretty easy pick. I think the Dodgers are going to have their way with either one of these teams. The Nationals, I think, would give up the best fight. I think of all the four wild card teams, I think they have the best ups, the best upside to upset the uh, any of the one seeds. But I really think the between the lineup they have, the pitching looking as awesome as it does. And the fact that the back end of their starting rotation has come out of the bullpen before, and they can utilize that as such, I just think gives the the Dodgers such a huge, huge leg up. Yeah, I mean, the only I don't disagree. The only thing that scares me about the Dodgers, and this is more of a larger theme for the playoffs uh, for them, maybe not this series, but... Even like last year, their starting pitching was a lot more, uh, and to, even two years ago, was a lot more, even Steven or Steady Eddie, a lot more reliable than uh, sort of what it's been this year. Sort of some new faces, some new, some guys who weren't necessarily the stars the last couple of years now are the number ones. So um, for me, I mean, it's it, it was starting pitching the last two years for the Dodgers. That, that was potentially their downfall, and I have a feeling that uh, – you know, this potentially is a, is the same script, different year. They have the offense, they have the depth, they have. You could argue their backups will be starting for for almost anyone, uh, you know, in the playoffs or not. So uh, not backups, but the guys coming off the bench. So sure. it, it comes, you know, the, whether it's the Nationals or, or the Brewers. You're right; they just don't have the depth. Um, in terms of, and they don't have the firepower that the Dodgers have. So I agree that I think uh, the Dodgers are victorious, but um, you know the Dodgers really haven't played a high-pressure baseball game since for this whole season. You could argue they haven't played one since they had uh, Manny Machado on their team. So does okay. that is that a factor in baseball? Is that a thing that that baseball players have or no? I don't know. I mean, they put they hosted the Yankees and they lost that two out of three in two out of three games. Uh, they had to, you know, they had to play some some decently pressurized games, and maybe not as pressured when in August two months ago. Not even two months ago, like a month and a half. I mean, ago. they already had they they already had their division locked up. Then come on. Yeah, I mean, no, but they so be- all for all intents and purposes, sure. But still, it's a. It's a game that you st- – it's a series you still want to end up pulling out. It's it's something you want to make a statement to the American League, too, especially if you're being penciled in as the National League champion. Uh, I, get, I mean, I, I see your logic, but at the same time, 
in August, both teams were up 30 games in their divisions. Like, I, maybe I don't hold as much stock in a in an August baseball team for two teams that are so far up in their divisions as you do. But I, I, that's that's what I think is, you know, <clears throat> how much pressure is too much pressure in a baseball game? Like, you know, in hockey and in other sports, you can feel it, you can see it because. You know, in basketball, the the jump shot is a little too long or too short, um, right? In hockey, the puck bounces off people's sticks in the high pressure games. Baseball, you see with pitchers in terms of pitches getting away from them, and maybe batters squeeze the battle type. But realistically, you don't see it. It's not as, uh, I guess, as obvious the pressure. You don't see it as much in baseball as you do with other sports. So I don't know if. You know, realistically, the Dodgers is baseball. You know, not playing a meaningful baseball game is that going to hurt them in the long run? In your opinion, or no? I don't think so. I think they're going to be fine in the first round. I think the NLCS is going to be interesting. I think no matter which team they play, they're going to face some quality starting pitching and lineups that I think are going to get it done. Uh, we can talk about that in a second, but I don't think it's going to affect them in the first round. I think they're such an arm and a leg ahead of whoever comes out of this wild card game. And that's more onto my point is that you could argue that the 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 Dodgers in theory won't be playing a meaningful game of baseball until the World Series the because playoffs, their real though. opponent is no the NLCS will be meaningful. I know it's playoffs but the, the, the whole NLCS thing will be meaningful. Be a I guess I meant park. the wrong way but challenging. Really, you think the Braves or Cardinals can give? Well, anyway. But do you want to jump yes, over the Dodgers? I'm agreeing. Yeah. I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. Dodgers over Dodgers over Brewers or Nationals in a, in a, in a five game series, or right. seven game series, whatever well, it is now. Let's go over to Brewers Nationals that, or uh, to Braves and Cardinals. Then Cardinals have had one of the better pitching staffs throughout the second half of the year. The Braves, Greg, they proved you wrong. They were not too young to take the division, and boy, did they win the NL East by a landslide. I think this is going to be a very exciting series, Greg. Am I wrong to think that? Oh, I don't disagree. I think this is two storied franchises and two teams that, in theory, are the future of baseball, right? Yeah, I would think so. They're both super young. I would say the Braves much – I would say a little more so than the, than the Cardinals, but the Cardinals will be around there. I think they'll be at least a, a playoff team for the next you know, foreseeable future. Agreed. Um, Jordy, who's this Jack Flaherty kid? Jack Flaherty? What do you mean who's Jack Flaherty? I mean, realistically, is he this year's uh, CeCe, who pitched game one, three, and five? Is he this year's Chris Sale, who pitched one, three, and closed out game five? Is he, you know... Is he this year's – not who is I meant. Is he this year's starter that's going to be overused so that the, the Cardinals can go deep? I don't think so. Miles Mikolas could be used pretty well. Adam Wainwright could be used pretty well. Uh, Dakota Hudson could be used pretty well. They have a really good rotation. They're not going to need to overuse him. Uh, now, the Braves are hurt coming into the playoffs, right? Um, are they banged? I don't think they're that banged up. I think they're still pretty healthy. Ronald Cooney's still hanging okay. around. They have a number of other 
bigger names. Freddie Freeman's right there. Um, I mean, they're, they have Dallas Keuchel, who's looked pretty sharp, especially down the stretch. I think they're going to be just fine. I'm pulling up their injury report now. Um, yeah, nobody, nobody in serious names. Charlie Colbertson, who's a is a pretty good player. AJ Minter, but I, you know, I mean, they got a, they, but all the big yeah. names are gonna be right there. So I don't think that's gonna be that big of a concern. Uh, maybe. All right. So anyway, not to uh, get us off track here, but sorry for getting us off track. I should say you can just cut that out. Just go ahead and cut, 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 cut. Um, Make me look good or make us look good. Jordy, my issue with the Braves, and you can touch on it, but my issue with the Braves is simply last year they had, you could argue, their starting pitching had better ERAs, better record, um, at least better ERAs than they had this year. And they got swept, if I'm mistaken. No, they lost in four games to the, to the Dodgers. Okay. So... Why do you think this year the team that, yeah, they have the four games of playoff experience, but their starting pitching is nowhere near as good as it was last year. Why Why is it that most people are picking the Braves? Well, I think that their, their starting staff can still be pretty solid. Their bullpen's been pretty good with Newcomb, with Luke Jackson, with Mark Melanson, with a number of guys that are right in there that, I, that, are been, that have been – Solid. I think their their rotation isn't as good as the Cardinals, but I think their lineup is a year more seasoned than it was a year ago against a that Dodgers team that was awesome. You know, they don't have to face them in the first round. Um, and I just think that pound for pound, I think they they're a little more complete than that Cardinals team. I think offensively is what's going to make the difference here, and I feel pretty confident in saying that that they have the the firepower to match it. And I think you're right, their pitching staff is, you know, can you know can be suspect at times to to put it the least. But that's what the playoffs can do. You don't have to start all five starters. You can go four man, you can go three man for that matter. But um I mean and we've seen this we've seen the opener used in the playoffs, which I don't think would be a, a viable option in a you know game four or something like that of a five game series. But nonetheless, um yeah, I think their firepower is what makes the difference in this series. Uh, no, that's a great point. And they're such a fun team to watch. You know, they're such a fun... Yeah, they went out to the waterfall after they glinched and all that stuff. It's just a fun, uh, you know, you young team that you want to root for and that you want to win. So, therefore, with my logic from earlier pods, I'm picking the Cardinals because I'm going against everything. I'm going against every all my guts in all the thing. We're going Cardinals, um, and the reason why is starting pitching. All good starting pitching wins out always versus good offenses. Sure, sure, that's solid and, enough. And especially, yeah, and especially in a five game series, there's just not enough at bats to, you know, if if you get shut down in three of the five, there's just not enough at bats for a team to to come back, right? So realistically for the Cardinals, they need three solid starts from three of their starters, if not two, um, one guy twice, but I think that they have a starting pitching to do it. And I think this is, uh, this is one of those years where no one's expecting the Cardinals. This is like classic Cardinals. They're that team that everyone hates on them. 
Everyone they did it against the Phillies. Yeah, everyone hates on them. No one expects them to do anything, and then they just have the pieces, and they're just the vanilla team that gets it done. Really? (laughs) Everyone does. Everyone does. Jordy, who are you picking? Yeah, I'm going to the Braves. I think they win it in like four or five games, probably five. Um, And I think that's the difference maker is that you play in Atlanta, and I think think they win all three, at least both, if not all three games that are in in, – in Atlanta and, and pull it out there. I just think that's the difference maker. Their firepower is going to be good. I think they can outlast there. Uh, the five-game series is the ultimate difference maker. We've seen St. Louis overcome, but I don't know. I, I think this, if Braves team, Lu- if- this Braves team has, has some serious upside potential, and I, I don't think the Cardinals' upside is as high. Lewis wins game one. Atlanta, do you change your pick? I think they can pull out a road game. I mean, I think they. Can, I think the Braves can legitimately win this series in four games. They're not going to sweep them, but I think they can win it in four. I'm going to stick with Atlanta if they lose game one. All right. Awesome. Good to know. Um, Jordy, jump to the American League or move on to the championship series for the National League? Uh, no, let's go to the American League, and then we can do quick uh, CS picks because we're going to come back and do a full NLALCS preview. But given our picks, we can uh, do some some, <coughs> some quick picks. So, American League wild card game. Jesus, I got this cough. Wednesday night. He's Louise. I know, I know. I'm dying here. But we American League wild card Wednesday night. We got the A's and the Rays. Greg, what's your take on this game? I've been going first every time. Let's hear your take. All right. I think the Rays are going to have this easily. I think Charlie Morton's going to shut wow. down. I think he's going to shut down the A's. I think they're way too dependent on the long ball. Uh, apparently, they announced that Sean Maya is going to start tomorrow. Or Manana, or Manaya, Manaya, Sean Manaya. They did not mean any disrespect there. That was not a joke. I really fuck up people's names. It's going to start tomorrow. Obviously, he's had a pretty start, a pretty solid season through a no hitter. Uh, but, yeah, I think Morton's great. He's been here before. He knows how to get it done. And that Rays team, they can beat you in multifaceted ways, whether it's grinding out runs, whether it is getting a little bit of power involved, whereas the A's are a little more one-dimensional. So I think that that ultimately is what makes the difference. I think that they'll be able to figure it out. I don't like the rest of that that A's pitching staff outside of Manaya, And that's ultimately the difference maker to me. Yeah, you know, a lot of people are picking the athletics, but I think I agree with you. I think I'm going with the Rays simply, again, by the logic and standard that good pitching beats hitting. And and the Rays, I feel like, made enough right moves offensively to propel them into the second round. And they have always had pitching since the birth of their organization. It feels like they have young pitchers who are – who will leave out in free agency when they get the chance. But um, this just feels like another one of those teams, these raised teams that uh, will definitely win a winner take all home game versus the athletics. Yeah. thousand percent. Do you think they have a shot against the Astros? No, if this was the Yankees, I would have said no, because Tampa might as well have been anyone in the A least. Well, at least the Red Sox and Yankees, all the snowbirds go down there. So whenever anyone's there, it's a home game for the other team, uh, for the Yankees or Red Sox versus the 
Tampa Bay Rays that is. So for that, I would have said, yeah, the Yankees 100% sweep. But realistically, I think the I, th- I think the the Rays do have a shot. I think there's a chance that the Rays have the pitching to match, right? So if okay. you can, what I said, okay. Yeah, they have the pitching to match, and and if you can somehow, you know, sh- shut down that offense for. I mean, look at the Red Sox. What the Red Sox did to the Astros last year, right? There was you really only need to shut down that offense for, in theory, three of the five games. So, uh, if you have, like I said, good pitching beats out good hitting, and and. Rays have that ability. They have the chance to do it. They have from top to bottom uh, in terms of starter to closer, they have the ability to win multiple games in a series. Um, how can their offense get runs off of you know, the Astros? That's a whole separate conversation. But uh, Yeah, that's my, my big takeaway from this is that I think their offense is going to be a little stifled by – the Houston by the Houston pitching staff, I think top to bottom, front to back, they obviously have the big three names in Verlander, Cole, and Granke. The big, the biggest trade deadline acquisition once again, just like two years ago when they won the World Series when they got Verlander. Um, yeah, I just think, I think that's too much to overcome, and I think the difference between the the Astros pitching staff and Rays pitching staff versus the difference between the Astros lineup and the Rays lineup is so huge. I think it's close. You're right in the starting staff and in the back end of the Rays isn't bad, but the Astros lineup and who they bring off the bench comparatively to what Tampa can do. It's almost daring Tampa to try to do some crazy lineup configuration to try to beat them and, you know, make them outthink themselves. I just think, don't overthink this play. I think the Astros got this thing in the bag, no matter who they end up playing. Uh, but if it is Tampa, it's going to be easy. If it's huge, if it's Oakland, I think they might sweep them because outside of Manaya, their pitching staff isn't really that good, and their offense isn't going to do anything against the Astros' starting staff. So I think this is one of the easiest of the picks to make because we talked about it with the, with the Dodgers, but. I think the Astros pencil them in into the uh, ALCS. I don't disagree. Uh, I ultimately, I, I'm going to pick the Astros here. But uh, you know, it, if it is the Rays, they're a team that has the exact same record at home that they do on the road: forty-eight and thirty-three, sure. both at home, and forty-eight and thirty-three on the road. So, what that says to me is they don't really get rattled or or turned off by any environment or any place to play and they play in the AL East with you could argue two of the best more, most iconic stadiums in all of baseball um, that being Fenway Park and, and the new Yankee Stadium which is a joke because you can't see if you're sitting in center field you can't see right field but neither here nor there the point is that you know this team has the belief they have the you know the drive they've been counted out for what seems like the last four years and somehow they've been close or snuck in or made this wild card game pretty regularly. Same with the A's, but 
you're right. I think ultimately the Astros are just too much, too good, and and Tampa or Oakland, whoever it is, is going to be popping champagne because for some reason people pop champagne after winning the wild card game and a uh, one game series, and and I think we'll be too. You mentioned the Rays manager doing all these mixing and matching and shape shifting to their their bullpen and their pitching staff and all that stuff like that. I think ultimately they'll be a little bit uh, outmatched when it comes to the Astros for sure. Yeah, Jordy, Yankees, Twins. What do you got? It's gonna be a fun offensive series. I think if uh, the Yankees pitching staff doesn't show up, but we've talked about it a lot with the. Twins pitching staff that they're not anything really to write home about. So I think that's the ultimate difference maker is how good the Yankees offense can be and has shown it can be. And I think they may demolish the Twins if they're not careful. Uh, I think this is a pretty easy pick of the Yankees moving on. I think it's just a matter of how many games it ends up being. Oh. Jordy, everything in me wanted to pick the Minnesota Twins for multiple reasons. The first being that yeah, what's the first one? I wonder. The first being that the first being that only two games, like the Yankees, hundred hundred and three wins. The Twins had one hundred and one wins. So a team that has one hundred and one wins, I don't care who you are, what your reputation is, solid. It's a good season. Yeah, it's a great season. The second reason. The second reason is. The Yankees have zero pitching outside of their bullpen. So you're either asking your bullpen to come in in the fourth and make it to the ninth, or you need a starter to make it four or five innings minimum, four times throughout a series. So that's for, fair. And, and maybe, Especially okay, you could argue, yes, the offense will put up. Out. That's fair. James Paxton's been a solid pickup for him. Tanaka's been there before. And you could argue that... I think he can figure it out. J.A. Happ's been there well, before. Well, you could argue. I think he can figure it out. CC's definitely been there before. But the, in the playoffs, the only one you have to faith in is probably CC, if CC's even a starter for you. Um, anyway, the, the keep going on to it. I think the – could argue, yes, the Yankees' offense could put up nine runs and the pitching – offense or pitching starters could let up eight or whatever and they still win but um the another reason why i wanted to pick the twins simply is because end of the season the twins ended on a real real hot streak and the yankees ended on the exact opposite uh and you could say whatever it is wrestling players or what have you i think realistically I don't know. I mean, there's something to be said about the Big Mo, and there's something to be said about Mentum. You look at the uh, the Rockies from, what was that, 04? Or, 07. Sorry, 07. Sorry, yeah, when the Red Sox beat them, 07. The way they finished that season and winning all those games and going right into the playoffs, keeping that momentum going. But they going. needed to. They needed a, a 163rd game to ma- even make the playoffs, remember. And you could argue that this bullshit – Wild card game is the same thing as 163rd game, but sure, but neither of them are um, in. No, I know. I'm just saying that I think the Twins have that that special thing on their side right now. Um, and 
<laughs> ultimately, I'm picking the Yankees because I think this is just my brain trying to do anything I can to f- to pick anybody but the Yankees. Um, but I think this is going to be a lot closer than people think, and I think the Twins ultimately have a better chance than than people give them credit for. Um, Jordy, example. I'm excited uh, for this series. This year. It's going to be fun to watch. Agreed. Yeah, I, I don't mean the to Yankees, like poo-poo the, the Twins a ton. I just think the Yankees are a superior team. Okay. I don't disagree. Um, it just, I don't know. When you rely so much on the, on the home run and Minnesota being fucking freezing and I don't know. I just wanted to pick anyone but the Yankees, I think, in the end. And like I said, my uh, I've been so cold, I'm essentially going against what my gut tells me. So I'm going with the Yankees. Uh, just say it. I like it. I like it. So in, uh, in an ALCS between the Astros and the Yankees, who are you going with there? I mean, isn't it obvious? Inform me. No, I'm obviously going with the uh, with the Astros. Too good, too deep, too much firepower. They can match the they can match the Yankees offensively. They have way better pitching, and uh, they hit just as many home runs and do it better. They the Yankees tried to model themselves after the Astros in terms of building homegrown talent and blah, blah, blah. And the Astros were there first. They do it better, and they've been doing it longer. So ultimately, I think, end of the day, it's the Astros' series to lose. I think it's a matter of do they – do the Astros win in four or five? Wow. You think it's possible the Astros (laughs) – Wow, you really hate the Yankees. Um, So I have said this. I've gone on the record of saying that I'm rooting for the Yankees because of my dad and first he was without him and all that stuff. But it's hard for me to come up with a good way to explain the Yankees winning. I think their offense is very solid, and I think they could go – I think they could go toe-for-toe with the Astros. You hit the nail on the head, though. The the pitching staff that Houston brings out is so good – that really what it comes down to, and we thought this two years ago, right, when the Astros ultimately won and they won the World Series, we thought it was going to be a, you know, wipe our hands and, you know, the Yankees upset the Indians in the first round and all that stuff. We thought it was going to be this, this simple series and the Yankees end up winning three games at home, look like they might even make the World Series and doomsday of anybody that doesn't like the Yankees because now Yankee fans are like, oh, 28 rigs, they're coming. But who knows? It could be something like that again. If if they're able to get their pitchers to get five or six innings solid out and now your bullpen, which is very solid, can close it, if you somehow you, know, you somehow have a lead against these, if you're able to, in that back half of the series, pull something out against, and back into the rotation, I should say, whatever Houston decides to do for their I would assume four man in a seven game series, but however they decide to figure that out, um, whether it's Wade Miley, whether it's Brad Peacock, however they figure out how to do this, 
Um, I don't know. It's just it's just tough. I am also going with the Astros. I think it's going to be a great series. I hope it goes seven games. We'll obviously talk about it a ton, assuming both of these teams end up winning their respective uh, divisional series, which uh, I think would go through sometime in the middle of next week. So it might be around this time next week that you and I are talking about this and seeing where uh, where we're at with five. those picks. It's going, it's going four or five max. Man. Now, if I'm, if I'm, man, you hate. If New I'm York. Brett Boone's, <laughs> if I'm Brett Boone's little brother, if I'm Brett Boone, Brett Boone's little brother, and I'm the one managing the Yankees, game one, down on the road, in Comerico. Nope, that's not the Astro. Tri- what's their, it. what's the field? Uh, Minute Maid Park. Comerica is the, is the what is, is it? The uh, Astros. Minute Maid. Minute Maid is the Astros. Yeah. Um, if I'm, if I'm Brett Bruins' little brother, I am starting Tanaka game one, because you assume that they're going to go Verlander and you couldn't talk about more, two opposite pitchers, Verlander, Huck and Chuck gets the ball, sets one second later, throws it. Tanaka gets the ball, uses the full 45 second pitch clock, even though it's 30, he uses 45 minimum. And Tanaka will just be the kryptonite in terms of slowing the game down because Verlander likes to move quick and fast, and he'll be sitting for so long because Tanaka is just this like paint drying pitcher that just sets up, sets up, sets up, slow, slow, slow. If I'm if I'm Brett Boone's little brother and I'm managing the Yankees, that's what I do game one because you just throw off the timing, you throw off everything for for not only Yankees or not only the Astros hitters, but the pitching. The the opposing pitching staff as well. All right, all right. Well, we'll uh, we'll break it all down when we get there, Greg. Uh, hypothetically, we have different wild card. We have different uh, teams moving out of that two three. Um, do you have the Dodgers winning the NL, or do you think the Cardinals pull it out? Because I, I do have the Dodgers beating the Braves. Uh, we can very quickly. I just think they're deeper. They have a better pitching staff. But do you have uh, Cardinals or Dodgers advance to the World Series? Great question. Already, everything in me wants to pick the Cardinals. Uh, everything in me wants to pick the Cardinals just because I think whatever. Again, the Dodgers haven't played a meaningful game and this and that. But uh, ultimately, I think I'm going to pick the Dodgers, yes, for sure. Jordy, what are you, who are you going with? Do you think Dancy Swanson and the, and the uh, Braves avenge last year's loss, or do you think uh, it's a no-brainer, easy win for the Dodgers? No, I think the Dodgers win. I, I Like I said, I think they're deeper, they're better, pitching staff's better. Um, I think Clayton Kershaw's throwing whatever monkey was on his back on the playoffs completely out. Uh, I think it's that's actually probably a five- or six-game series. I don't think that's, don't think that's anywhere sniffing in round seven. I think if Atlanta, if one of the Astros, Yankees, or Dodgers doesn't win the World Series. I think Atlanta could do it, but I don't know. I, I just think the Dodgers really have it. Um, yeah. You can give us your Yankees-Astros. I said the Astros. I said it's tough, but I'm going to go the Astros, and, and I said I hope seven. So I have uh, I have Dodgers-Astros in the World Series. We want Astros. I just think the Astros, yeah, they're it's they made all the right moves. And their lineup is incredible. Their pitching staff is incredible. So that we'll obviously jump into it more as we get closer to the World Series. But that is my uh, at the start of the playoffs prediction. And Greg, the last time we started, we did a preview at the start of the playoffs. I got one of the two teams, actually including the NFL, 
The last three times in the last year that we've started in the playoffs, or the last two times, I've gotten one of the two teams in the finals right. And arguably the NFL, I should have gotten my, both of those get, teams right. Because I said you the for the, uh, Who'd you get for hockey? I said the Bruins against... I think I went... Uh, I think I went complete, uh, uh, completely wild and said the Flames. But I said the Bruins. I was I the said only Vegas. one. Yeah, I said Vegas. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, you said Vegas-Pittsburgh. I mean, you wanted... You want a Flurry Murray rematch or Flurry Murray ma- matchup? This is again. This is why I'm I'm fading myself, if you will. I'm I'm using yeah, you, one of you your and Jared terms. both both immediately like lost. Like I think all four of your final four teams in the first round. Yeah, the uh, Columbus Columbus has certainly did not help me. Um, anywho, Jordy. Anything else you want to talk about for the playoffs coming into it since you and I both have the Astros winning it all and over the Dodgers and in a rematch of, of two years ago? I don't know. You want to run through some quick awards since we're, you know, we went through the playoffs fairly quickly. Um, do you want to run through awards and what you yeah. think? Um, I said no. I do and I don't because I really don't want – Yes, and uh, yes, but yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, you want to start MVP or Cy Young? <laughs> oh, boy. This is why I don't want to do it, because I don't want to do the fucking MVP, because I have very strong feelings about it. <laughs> anyway, Jordy. Oh, we need it. Uh, I need it. Greg, Greg, just jump into it. Get AL MVP, who do you got? And please, don't hold back. If this fucking guy wins again, I swear to God, if Mike Trout wins the AL MVP again, I'm going to fucking lose it. Lose it. Why? Because you lose it. This is this is a loser team. This is a loser team that hasn't made the playoffs in God knows how long. He has. Yes, he's been hurt. He's been hurt since what seems like the All Star break, and you're gonna sit here and tell me that. Because his wins above replacement, a made-up <laughs> bullshit stat by fucking ESPN, a made-up bullshit <laughs> made stat by ESPN, okay. uh, wins above replacement. Like that's all that. That's what this award has come down to: is a wins above replacement. It's like, don't come out here and and honestly, is it'd be like me picking some of Miami Dolphins and saying that that they're the MVP so far through the first four games of the of the National League of the NFL. Like, you would just sound just like bullshit. a crazy person, though. Mike Trout is legitimately one of the best baseball players of our generation. Okay, but Tom Brady is the best fucking quarterback to ever play the game, and he's not winning the MVP award every year, is he? Yeah, because he's, he's not been MVP numbers. Oh, he's he hasn't not? Put those up. He hasn't put up MVP numbers. He's won the Super That's Bowl. That's bullshit. He... First of all, that's a whole different argument for a different pod. He does put up bull- he does put up uh, MVP numbers, but Better you're sitting out here telling me that. Better than Mahomes? I digress. Had one good Back year. On. I'm, I'm, you're, Mahomes had one good year. We're talking about his yeah. longevity. Anyway, my, my point MV- is that. What is this, John this Wayne winning Proud, True Grit? This, no, that's not how MVP works. It's not a lifetime this, achievement this, award. This fucking guy, Mike... This fucking guy – no, I'm not talking about that, Jordy. I'm talking about all the years throughout his career. I'm talking about all the years throughout his career that he didn't win. Anyway, that's a whole separate conversation for a whole separate pod. My thing is this guy, Mike Trout, he's not even 
like look at the stats, Jordy. What major category is he leading in? Uh, He's because because there are guys who are leading in every major category. That's not him. Yeah, but you could make the argument that in thirty, in less than thirty games, twenty eight games, he hit four home runs and lead the American League in home runs, and probably in RBI. Thirty in in thirty less games. Oh, please! But he did he do it? No, he didn't. So he got hurt. I don't want to hear that. Okay, but here's the question: You're talking about the most valuable player, correct? Yeah. So who is it? Who is it? Jorge Soler leading the leading the American League in home runs. And second in RBIs, we had oh. fucking Jose Abreu. No, no, nope, 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 nope. You're talking Alex Bogarts. You're talking. Yeah, I would. I would give it to Bregman. <clears throat> As I sound like I'm 12 years old. Yeah, yeah, Jordy. Yeah, Jordy. You're goddamn right. I want to give it to to one of the two Red Sox, Devers or Bogarts, who are leading, who are top five in every major category. Actually, Top five in every major category. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Oscar from the office here. Well, actually, uh, Devers is sixth in batting average, and Z- Z- uh, Xander Bogarts, Jesus, I can talk tonight, is seventh. So not top five there. Uh, please, sorry, top ten, my mistake. But that's my point: is that this is this, like, let's go to RBIs. Hmm, Mike Trout, not even on the fucking list in the top twenty. Get the fuck out of here in the American League. About? Come on. Mike Trout was in. Oh, he's ninth. Sorry. Yeah. Way off. Way off. I was wrong on that. Wrong. Can but my count? point is, Jordy. My No, I can't. I'm not a math guy. Everyone knows this. <laughs> my point is, Jordy. My point is, end of the day, people are giving it to him because it's a fucking name and is is war, which is a bullshit made-up stat anyway. I don't know how a guy has such a high war when his team is – 75 games under 500. Uh, it's just doesn't unless he sat for 75 games that they lost. Like it's bullshit. I think yes, the red there are Red Sox players who are deserving. There are players across the American League who are deserving. You could argue Aaron Judge. He also was hurt, Jordy. If he if fully healthy for a whole year, do you think he would have more hormones than everyone else? Do you think he would have better numbers than everyone else? Yes. But guess what? We don't do it off who's injured. We don't do it off who's not injured. We do it off who fucking played. And Alex Bregman played. And Alex Bregman had 83 extra base hits, a 926 OPS, and he had a 6.9 war. Guess what? Your fucking war stat. There you go. There's your goddamn war stat. Alex Bregman. No, like he's the guy. He's got to be. He's got to win it this year. I think he His does. Team, number one, number number one in the American League. You're talking about number one in the American League, and then you're talking about the Angels who are last in the American League. How can you give it to someone on the last place team versus someone on the on the first place team? Yeah, we had this argument last year about fucking what's his face, Blake Snell versus uh, Justin Verlander. Did we not? And who got it in the end? Fucking Blake Snell did. Ah. Yeah, you mean you got you're the right, argument I just made for Mike Trout. The the Rays didn't make the playoffs but, last year. They were like in the playoff hunt. They were there until like the last game. Mike Trout and the Angels haven't been relevant since July, June. They were they were out of it in June since Shohei Otani t- like got Tommy John last year. They haven't been relevant since forever, and you're going to give it to like, bullshit. If Mike Trout wins the MVP this year, I'm canceling. I, I I'm out. I'm out on the Major League Baseball. I'll root for the Red Sox, but I'm out on everything else. I'm out. Ah, uh, we'll drag you back in. If Mike Trout wins, 
if my, you know, just what I think about. Just when you think you're out, you're back in. Who, who do you think was the MVP? I think it's Bre- I think Bregman should, as you mentioned, the best team, best player on the best team. Michael Brantley, I think, is also an, an argument for it, just because in, in the pockets when he's been super hot, he's one of the best hitters in baseball. Another reason why the Astros are probably going to do pretty well because we have two guys that are uh, nearly like they they're the aluminum bat power up in backyard baseball when they're untouchable. Um, well, a little deep cut for you, Greg, but yeah, hey, you know, that you, you know that there are guys out there saying switching over to the national league because Mike, if, if Mike try wins, I, I will, I will lose it. There are guys out there saying the national league for the national league MVP that Bryce Harper ha- will get votes. That's crazy to me, but I could see why. He was the reason why the Phillies were even close to anywhere of a playoff team in the second half of the season. But I don't I don't think he should I don't think I wouldn't put him in my top three. He's definitely not a finalist. I mean at all. He's you, eighth in RBIs. Yeah, career he's, high in RBIs. Uh, he's he's up there in a lot of major categories. Yeah, he is. Uh, I think, though, the biggest knock against him. And, and granted, you can put this against against the, the consensus, in my opinion, consensus rookie of the year, uh, that he has more RBI, not RBIs. He's more strikeouts than hits, which you can also say about Pete Alonso. Uh, although Bryce Harper has substantially more strikeouts than his hits. Actually, no, they're both pretty high. Uh, but Bryce Harper still has it up there. Um I don't know. I do think, though, that there's something to be said of Pete Alonso's incredible season. Freddie Freeman's had a great year. Greg, shout out to you. I'm pretty sure that was your NL MVP at the beginning of the year. It was. Thank you. Funny you should mention that, Jordy, because, you know, I feel like I have to pick him because I picked him in the beginning of the year. But yeah. I also want to give nod to Paul Oh, I'm not the Paul prophet me. Oh, my title's not good anymore. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Ronald Acuna Jr., might steal some of his votes because he's he's getting a lot of buzz. Like people are going to pick him for the NL MVP, which is going to steal votes from Freeman. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I mean, Freeman has a better batting average. He's more ribbies. Acuna has more homers, but he's struck out way more. I feel like that's got to be something that you have to that if you're going to legitimately vote for one one guy or the other on another team, you have to kind of you have to look at that kind of stuff. And I guess Acuna scored well, what, you know what fourteen you know what more it, runs on this offense. But they bat right up. He bats ahead of Freeman on the uh, in the batting order. So for, of course Freeman's gonna be fucking knocking. You know what it comes. You know what it comes down to, Jordy. What does it come down to, Greg? Uh, well, you you know what it comes down to. What your favorite stat in the world? War. Fucking bullshit war. We're gonna like take you to like the ball coat uh, conference. Have you sit down, really talk to the baseball nerds, have them explain this all to you. That's what we should, we should start a GoFundMe to send you to the Balco conference. Um, please. Um, Mike Trout is the highest war for anyone. Offensive player, 8.3 offensive war. Mike Trout, uh, please. Child, please. Oh my God. Child, please. Third. Like... But are we are we in agreement that, that it's Freddie Freeman though? I because I agree with you. I think it's Freeman. I think Alonzo's going to get a lot of votes. He's going to come in second, but I think they'll save it because he can win it in another year and give him the rookie of the year. 
mean, if Yelich didn't get hurt, Yelich. Yeah, if Yelich didn't get hurt, he's he's definitely up there. But he like, it's the same thing. It's the same argument then, as Trout, though. He so had, then, he he's legitimately making a case for trying to get to his fifty home runs. He was he played one thirty by the time he got hurt three weeks ago, and. And he was at 44 homers, 97 ribbies. There's no reason to not think he doesn't get to 100 RBI and gets really close to 50 homers. Alonzo gets to there and breaks the rookie record. Um, so I think that that should have been your final three, and maybe they and maybe people get votes cast towards Yelich for it. But I don't know. I think uh, I think it's Freeman's now that Yelich is out. That's the thing is, how can you sit here and say that Trout's going to win AL MVP even though he got hurt? Because if he wasn't hurt, blah, 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 but then not go out here and say that's the reason why Yelich is going to lose it. See, that's why baseball's fucked for that exact reason. You are you are the baseball writers of America. They would out here I give it they would out here give it to We're also forgetting yeah, Cody. That Bellinger. was a cut deep. I mean, we're, I think that's a, a big uh I was, well, faux pas. On I was us. gonna I was gonna say that after my next I was gonna say that after my next point, but that's that's the the whole point is that like the, no, the, I agree. The baseball with you. would do. Something. I'm agreeing with you that that's why Trout good. shouldn't win. It's because he missed the games, and I think that's why Yelich isn't going to win. I'm staying consistent with that. Minutes ago, you picked Trout to win the AL MVP. No, I told. We agreed on Bregman. What? What are you hearing? <laughs> you just hear what you want to hear. God, we sound more and more like an old married couple every episode. We need to uh, we need to shake things up, Greg. Spice things up in our podcast uh, relationship. What's What's wrong with sound like an old married couple? That's what people. That's why. That's what brings people back. I guess so. They want to hear our uh, our crazy takes. How biased you are toward um, Boston. How weirdly Philadelphia I am. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're out here saying you were for the Yankees. I'm like, I can't even get over. That. I'm still shook by that. That's why I got so heated about everything else. But yeah, Bellinger is a great call, Jordy. That's a. But but try to come off all though. Tell them to try to kill your father again. I'm not They're trying touch- to kill my father. I can touch that. Bellinger, I think. Uh, I think Bellinger is a great choice. Yeah. I'm go yeah. Bellinger. Man. Yeah, probably Cody Bellinger. Yeah, I like Cody Bellinger. All right, you convinced me, Cody Bellinger. All right. Uh, let's do American Cy- League Cy Young. Uh, Cy Young. Yeah. Uh, NL. You said. American League. American League. Oh, yeah. All right. So it's going to be Cole and Verlander probably top two. Uh, I'm going to give it to Garrett Cole. I know he didn't have a great start at the very end of the year, but didn't finish it out strongly. But he has lower ERA, more strikeouts, and one less win in less – one less start as well, uh, as, as well as less than uh, – in less than 11 innings pitch. So – you got to give give some nod there to what he's been able to do. He's let up a lot less home runs than Justin Verlander has. Um, he's walked a few more, and his whip's a little bit higher. But his opponent's batting average also a little bit higher. But I, I just think every time you see this guy, you see his pitching, you see the crazy curveballs he's throwing, you see how dominant his fastball can be. I just think you throw you're gonna get it Garrett Cole's way. He's gonna barely edge out his teammate of Verlander. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. Um, I would throw in Trevor Bauer in there as well. I would see. Really? I can see Trevor Bauer. Yeah, Over I can Bieber? see Trevor Bauer sneaking into a second place. What? Over Shane Bieber is his Cleveland teammate? Yeah, I just think. Uh, 
he led the American League with uh, I mean he had sorry he had an impressive year um, did Trevor Bauer but ultimately I think Garrett Cole's the one who who wins it I I'm agreeing with you on that but uh, yeah I mean I, I uh, Greg are you going, are you going war for pitching have... is that why you're giving you to Trevor Bauer because <laughs> that's like the field the field no, we're doing war, we're doing that's war like for... a he's nine and eight that's insane we're doing... shit. If we're if we're if we're doing war for pitching, it's definitely Verlander apparently. But um, not Erod. No, yeah, I, I think if we're going war for I pitching, mean, I would love to give it to Erod. I would love to give it to Erod, but he gets no love, no love. The, I, the only reason why I think Verlander may have it over Cole is is his. What his his oh, name? No, his ERA is left. His wins maybe he has more wins. He has one more but win. Twenty one 21 versus twenty six. Yeah, he is the shutout. Uh, Bieber is two. Lucas Giolito, the most Italian name in Major League Baseball, he has two shutouts. He, Pretty solid year. He has more innings. He pitches more innings. Yeah, Verlander. Yeah, Verlander is the workhorse I, of, the, of the rotation. I mean, workhorse. They both have over two hundred innings pitched. Which is a rarity in today's baseball. Um, although there's a, a, there's a decent amount of guys that are up there: Jose Barrios, Mike Miner, um, Erod. I, I think. Uh, no, yeah, I agree. I think I agree. You. Sorry to cut you off, but I think Cole. Yeah, I think Cole ultimately wins. Uh, National League. What do you got? Quick, quick note here. Just uh, I sorted it out by strikeouts right before we, when we were talking about other guys. Chris Sale has. Eight less starts than Garrett Cole and is still up there in strikeouts. He has eight less starts than, or no, nine less starts than Eduardo Rodriguez and has more strikeouts. I mean, that's just insane shit. That's nuts. Uh, Erod's not really a strikeout guy, but yeah, yeah I, I guess so. But he's still, he had 200 strikeouts. That's a, that's, you know, a solid benchmark of a season. You know, more strikeouts than innings pitched. Um, Yes, National League, though, to answer your question. Um, hmm, this is tough. I mean, I might go DeGrom again. That's a one where it, it's either DeGrom or Strasburg, I feel like. Scherzer could be up there, too. I feel like that might split the vote and you give it to DeGrom. Um, I mean, it's really hammering home that, you know, how do the National League or how do the Nationals end up where they are? of just how dominant their pitching staff has been. You give it to Ryu from the Dodgers. He's had a pretty solid year. Maybe not the sexiest in terms of strikeouts. He has a whip over one. His opponent's batting average is 230. Uh, but his ERA is super low, so he doesn't give up runs. I don't, you know, I, I don't know if that's anywhere near in the conversation there. I don't know how much that's held in the voters. So I'm going to go I'm going to go with uh with DeGrom to go back to back. Um don't look now, but live update for those who are who didn't watch the game. An error was just made by the center fielder for Milwaukee and allowed the Nationals to take a four to three lead. Craig Council brought in Hader for a six out save, and in the eighth inning, the Nationals scored three runs and now have a four to three lead heading Juan into the Soto top of the ninth. Single, huge. I mean, it was a that misplayed ball by the center fielder, but well, that's what gave him the lead. Uh, but right before uh, that, what gave him the? Uh, oh no, you're right. I'm reading this now. It just got updated. 
Um, wow. So he gets two RBIs, and then yeah. Rendon scores on the fielding error. Wow. I'm getting this all live as we're speaking. Some some breaking news as we're recording this. Um, God damn it, Trey Turner. Um, oh, some guy. You know so, what I'm looking at? I'm looking. So I'm, I'm looking at my DraftKings right now. Juan Soto is my captain. That's why I'm upset by this. Um, some guy has Josh Hader. He has negative point nine points right now on DraftKings. That's not a. It's not good, Greg. Not good. Uh, my National League. Yeah, who's your first guy, time? Yeah. I feel like I'm gonna go. Sorry, my Cy Young. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the guy who's going back to back. Yeah, you went to Grom. I want to Grom. Let's go, baby. Yeah, I, I think though it's just another thing. He's eleven and eight, and I feel like if you throw out those same stats, and it's a little, it's less than the fact of last year because the Nets had such a good year. But like, he's eleven and eight. I think it, I don't know if it's as drastic as a year ago. Of remember, there was the stat that the Mets scored like one extra run a game. His he has like a he's a twenty two win season or something. His ERA obviously isn't as low as it was, but he has two hundred fifty five strikeouts. He's whip under one. An opponent's batting average is almost two hundred. The only other two guys in the in the NL that are lower than that are Jack Flaherty and Sonny Gray, and Flaherty. Really solid year, and I think you can make the argument he carried his team to the playoffs, so maybe he's going to get some votes. Sonny Gray, though, I don't think is going to get votes, even though he probably deserves some, but really bad Cincinnati Reds team. I mean, I don't think he's going to get any. He's not going to be a finalist, I don't think. Oh, I mean, by your logic, since we're giving the MVP to Trout, who's on a shitty team, let's just give uh, I said Young to, to Sonny Gray Jesus. since he's on a shitty team. Be more bitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I think it's DeGrom for sure. Scherzer, uh, Rio, Strasburg, Flaherty is a great great pick, Jordy. That was yeah. a – I'm that, going that DeGrom, but I feel, like, I feel like Flaherty is going to get some serious votes, especially if the Cardinals make some sort of run like you're thinking. Uh, I know that that doesn't – that isn't what sh- is in the the criteria for, for Cy Young or MVP, but I feel like it, it affects – do they vote now and they don't announce it until November? Is that how it works? I think they do. I think they vote yeah. before the playoffs. That's why Ryan Howard beat um, uh, beat Pujols the year the the Cardinals still won the World Series, and even though Ryan, and even though like Pujols still had the same same dominant year, Ryan Howard just broke a team record. Yeah, uh, I feel like I need to go back to the AL or the NL MVP, and I know we touched on it at the end, but I Cody Bellinger I think is clear. Cut favorite. Yeah, it probably is. I, f- I feel like that's a big, big mis- misfire by us on that. Yeah, if Yelich didn't get hurt, it would have been him. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, anyway. Uh, no, no, that's Jordy, a good AL Rookie of the Year. AL Rookie of the Year? Oh, man. Um, yeah. Well, I lo- while I pull that up, explain to me why it's not cut and dry uh, Pete Alonzo for the National League. Uh, I mean, Tatis, Fernando Tatis. I mean, I know he he uh, he had an injury in, but he had injury early on in the groin maybe, and then he the back at the end of August, which shut him down, right? Yeah, yeah. He uh, 
He, yeah, he got shut down. Uh, I think it was August, but yeah, he Tease, he got thrown on the sixty day DL, and he Tease, he he didn't get called up until yeah. I think mid April either. Uh, what about Mike Soroka from the Braves? Yeah, he's had a good year. He's had a pretty solid season. I just think it's. I think. Uh, I feel like. I just think Alonzo fifty three homers. He he set all sorts of Mets club records. I think that's something that voters really like. He's obviously been a huge name throughout the season. I think you want to give that sort of an award, especially in baseball. I know you and I had those arguments a couple of years ago when some of the Sixers didn't get didn't win it, and Malcolm Brogdon did instead of Dario or Joel Embiid. Um, that it doesn't ultimately matter, but I feel like in baseball it's more of a bigger deal of who ends up winning Rookie of the Year. Same thing it, it, comparatively to hockey. The guy who doesn't ultimately win the Calder isn't, you know, necessarily the biggest. You know, it's not the the worst thing in the world to lose out on that and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then football, that's a crapshoot. But I feel like baseball, it's, they give it to the big name. Yeah, and and Alonzo's. I mean, we talk about the Mets getting two major awards and a team that. A lot closer than the the Angels to making the playoffs, but they were one of the, a, a non playoff team. They were one of the best second team half teams in, in uh, baseball. I mean, you you can't discount the Mets just because they didn't make the playoffs. Uh, who who's that guy that hit all those home runs? I think he's on the Reds, maybe. Oh yeah, Super he um, yeah he he's had a solid year. Uh, I'm pulling this up now. They called up halfway, like he got called up at the end of the year, right? Uh, he had like the most home runs. For a rookie in a in a month, right? Yeah, who was that that did that? Um, I'm trying to pull this up. Oh, Aquino. Yeah, yeah. he he hasn't played enough though. He got called up in August. He's only played 56 games. He did hit 19 homers, which is which is solid enough. Uh, three less than Tatis in 30 less games. Um, Mike Yastrzemski could be someone you could throw out there. He could be a finalist. He had 20 homers in 100 games. Yes, baby, yes. Uh, who's this dude for Arizona? Yes. Uh, Chris Walker, uh, or Christian Walker, who I did not even realize was a rookie, but he hit, he nearly hit 30 homers. He'll probably be up there. He might be a guy that everybody's like wondering who, who the fuck's this guy. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a number of solid enough rookies that are out there. I just think, though, it's, it's Alonzo's to lose. I mean, he batted 260. He hit 53 homers. He had 120 RBI. I get it, Soroka. Soroka, you can't give, you can't knock him too much for, you know, I don't know if it's for being a pitcher or for what it is, but he, you know, I, I just think it's Alonzo's to lose. It's probably Alonzo, Soroka, and probably Yastrzemski just for the big name and obviously the big story at the end of the season with the him hitting the the homer at Fenway. Yeah. Uh, I fucking hate war. What a dumbass stat. Um. Sorry, I'm just looking at some of the American League guys and, and this whole war bullshit. Uh, Jordy, American League, Jordan Alvarez from the Astros? Yeah, it's probably him or El- or Eloy the- Jimenez from the from the White Sox. The Nationals- nice. The Nationals just won. Um, Alvarez, I mean... I don't know. I, everything in me wants to pick Vlad Jr. Um, I, think, I think though that that's something him or him or Biggio. That's like it's a big name. It's the name of a kid of someone's kid. Like throw him out there. 
I mean, yeah. Brandon Lowe would be pro. I think he's probably another finalist too. Batted two seventy, had seventeen homers, fifty ribbies in only in only eighty two games. Um, but it's only eighty two games. I feel like that's they're going to knock him for that. Vladdy Jr. played the most games of any American League rookie, if I'm counting that correctly, uh, and still hit still hit fifteen homers. He had sixty nine ribbies, batted two seventy two, which really behind Alvarez is is up there for best in the American League. Um, I feel like though Jimenez starter every day, hit thirty homers, the most of the American League rookies. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe not. His OPS wasn't very high. Maybe it is Alvarez's to lose because Alvarez has a lot of extra base hits, a lot of homers, a lot of hits. Um, I don't know. What do you but think? In the same in the same regard, Alvarez only yeah, he only played eighty seven games. You know, right? only, yeah, yeah, but. Uh, It's definitely a lot closer than the National League. Um, I would think so. Yeah, this, this is going to be an interesting vote. I'm trying to – the shitty thing, MLB.com doesn't – they only do batting, and I can't sort out pitching rookies to give you an idea with that because there, there might be a couple good ones out there. Brendan Lowe from the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, yeah, 125 yeah. games. Yeah, he, yeah I just a, mentioned him. He might be, he might be a, up there. That's what I mean. Uh, you had mentioned him, and, and it, it made me look up his stats. He had a good, good little year for himself. Um, yeah, I think it's Alvarez and Lowe. Maybe those are those are my two finalists. Um, yeah, I like that. I like that. Maybe a lot. ultimately, Alvarez gets it. Um, let's see what other awards. American League Manager oh, of the Year. Here it is. All right. Yeah, it does actually have. You just scroll down to find it. Um. Yeah. Never mind. I don't like any of these pitching rookies in the American League. Um. So yeah. So that's probably it's probably a bunch of batters. Uh, American League Manager of the Year. Ooh, it's a good question. Um, gotta be Tampa, right? I'm going Rocco Baldelli with the Twins. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one because they they shouldn't have been this good, and they've had they've been solid all year round. That's that's probably the winner. You know, Rocco Baldelli played for the uh, Red Sox. I do remember Rocco Baldelli on the Red Sox. He was on the 07 team, wasn't he? One of the teams, yeah. yeah. Unreal. Unreal. Real. Is NL Washington um, their manager? Wait, who are you picking? Oh, you pick you pick the Rays guys. Yeah, I'll go Rays guys. Just, guy. just, um, just a shy away from you. Council or Mike Schmidt, Brewers, Cardinals. Hmm. See, because the Brewers were supposed to be good, and then and then it it really took so, Yelich being hurt for them to to rally. I think it's the national. Who's the national who uh, manager? I'm looking that up. Dave Martinez. Yeah, Dave Martinez. Dave they, Martinez. They overcame. Yeah, you know, there's the story. They overcame Bryce Harper leaving. They had all these injuries. They you know had to go through all this just some rigmarole, and now they've made it to the playoffs. So I, I think that there's a serious story around Dave Martinez. But Mike Mike Schilt. Who? Cardinals. No, I don't know. Why? Because they rallied in the second half? (laughs) 
because <laughs> they were in fourth place. It came out of nowhere. They were, I don't know. That's yeah. crazy. Is so, I don't know. Realistically, I mean, I, I can see it. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to see it. Fuck crazy. the Cardinals. You know, what's, you know what's crazy, Jordy? Realistically, we didn't mention Roberts with the Dodgers. We didn't mention... Uh, who's the guy with the Astros? Like they've been there every year, but like those two, yeah, their teams are good, but those two, like, there's a reason why they're good. Not only because of talent, but uh, you know, managing those two managers of, they certainly didn't ruin it. You could argue uh, Brett Bruins little brother because the Yankees had so many injuries. Different league, but yeah, a, that's that's, that's, some, that's fair. That's one we overlooked, but I think Rocco Baldelli and. Uh, Joan Martinez, I think we're going to go Shield from the Cardinals. You just like saying his name, don't you? You're right, I do. Um, yeah, well, I think Shit's that's Creek. Speaking of uh, curse words that are snuck into, t- into uh, spelled differently. Netflix show, right? Yeah, it's good. Shit's on Netflix. It's very good. It's very funny. Jordy. Greg. Nationals Anything else? Won. Now that we've what the Nationals won, as you mentioned, but no, nothing else. Uh, I'm excited to, to continue this this crazy ride through the postseason. We'll figure out sometime next week to talk about the NL and ALCS whenever all that gets figured out. Um, but man, I already miss you. I had a ton of fun seeing you this past weekend. Bummed we couldn't win. Bummed uh, that you couldn't. You did not get a. Your win, you were the good luck for me over Matt, but you couldn't get your win over Jack. So, you know, hopefully in year four. Yes. Um, year four when we have hats and stuff. If what? Year four when we have, like, matching polos or hats or something. Yeah. Maybe another year. Maybe when we uh, we really up the entry fee. It can be done. It could be done. It, could it be is done. known. We'll need to we'll need to order it in bulk and maybe sell off sell off commemorative additions to the uh, to the NASA's. Sure. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Jordy, <laughs> I have one f- closing note. Okay. Go Bruins opening night tomorrow night. Go bees. Uh, How you feeling? How you feeling for and, the team this season? I. Wish Carter Hart luck because I root for young guys, but at the end of the day, he's Canadian and he plays for the Flyers. So, f that noise. Uh, let's go Devils. Yo, fuck the Devils. <laughs> fuck the Devils. <laughs> Great. Wayne Simmons, let's go. <laughs> oh no, I'm rooting all for Wayne Simmons. I love Wayne Train. I love the Wayne Train. Greg, uh, you've seen me, you've known me throughout the Sidney Crosby era, so you've known my hate of the Pittsburgh Penguins. You did not know me as a child when the Devils and Flyers were a must-watch every year in the, the Eastern Conference playoffs. The fucking goddamn New Jersey Devils are going to be really fucking good, and it pisses me off to all hell. Uh, and there's... Jack Hughes is... Jack Hughes is unreal. Uh, He's so good. And they have a that they have Nico, the first overall pick from two years ago. They have that other oh. dude who they picked, I think, in two thousand eighteen who's supposed to be solid. 
I think they had in seventh last year. Sure they have Taylor, Taylor Hall, PK. Taylor Subban. Hall is going to be solid. Uh, PK, if Wayne, Corey be Schneider, really good. Yeah, Corey Schneider is like the only question mark. If he's Schneider. Corey Schneider from Vancouver days or from two years ago with Keith, or no, Keith and Kate's gone, right? Um, but of course, Schneider's an American good. to root and form. Yeah, I mean, for I, I appreciate I appreciate rooting uh, for America. You have Kevin Hayes on the Flyers. <laughs> you can root for him. He's from Boston. Um, <laughs> I just said I I, root, I hope Carter Hart do, does well, but two things against him is he's Canadian and he's on the Flyers. But uh, go Bees, go Bruins, go Bruins. Shane Gosses Bears is American. Um, you know, we have some Americans. You, you can you can find some Americans. Uh, yeah, I'm it, just since we're talking about it, I'm. I don't know. Um, I think the Flyers are a fringe playoff team. That's my thought. Carter, a lot of it rests on Carter Hart. We'll see how he plays. Um, no, I mean, I, I think so. I think. Why are you laughing? I, I think it's an honest. It's an honest assessment of them. Um, offensively, they could get it done. I don't know. Because every year, every year, I talk about how the Flyers are caught in no man's land. Not good enough to make the playoffs, but not bad enough to be in a lot of your tanking mode. And this year, this year they at least made some moves. Step last year, last year was the time to go full tank when James Van Riemdyk's hurt. Fucking, and they tried to. I think part of it's a Giroux and, and Voracek don't have. They have no trade clauses. Um, I think, yeah, and I don't think the fly. I honestly don't think the Flyers would ever is are are actually going to trade Claude Giroux despite any sort of. Uh, you know, return that they would get for him. But I think now with the younger guys that are coming through, uh, eventually, whenever they finally get fucking called up, because they announced their opening night roster, and it does not feature Joel Farabee, it does not feature Morgan Frost, so that, that was to be expected. Um, we'll just no see. No Farabee? Why not? I think he's close. A lot of people are really wondering why that is, and that's that's probably the biggest question. I think he's probably going to get called up, I would imagine, pretty quickly. A lot, a lot of the guys that are on the fourth line are are guys that were studs in camp or played well in preseason games, despite the fact the Flyers went one and six, including losing to a fucking Swiss team the other day. So, Greg, it might you might be seeing a lot of my uh, depressed Flyers fan tweets on Twitter. So get ready, bud. <laughs> that season is right here. Yeah. But hey, you know at least the Sixers didn't lose mm. to fucking France. So, America, fuck yeah. Uh, oh wait! At least uh, uh, go Bruins. Yeah, go uh, fly Eagles, fly baby. Uh, go Bruins. All right. Well, so go follow us. The bullpen cart on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Pod uh, Podcoins not a thing anymore. Wherever you get your podcasts, follow us on Twitter, Thunder BLG, Thunderblog Sports on Facebook and Instagram. Just like the website thunderblogsports.com. But for my man. Greg the Prophet Piatelli. I am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell. Everybody have a great weekend. And fly, Eagles, fly. Please.